Hey there. You are listening to the In Kinship Podcast, a podcast for makers, makers who crave a vibrant, joy-filled life on their own terms. And I'm your host, Tina Vandenberg. For the next five days, I have something a little different for you. I recently hosted a free workshop called Find Your Joy, and it was so much fun that I decided I wanted to put the audio here on the podcast. I would love for you to check it out, see what maybe you can glean from it, and maybe join us in the Embody Your Joy membership. So over the next five days, I am going to release five different audios working through one of my systems for finding out what it is that brings you joy and how to add more of that into your life. I do want to say really quickly before we begin, you may hear me reference like next Friday or on Tuesday, things like that, because this particular workshop was a Monday through Friday kind of thing, but I'm releasing this in August, beginning August 16th. So disregard those references to days of the week. You can find any of the links I mention or the books I talk about in the show notes, kinshiphandwork.com backslash joy. You can also find information on that page about the Embody Your Joy membership, which begins in September. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, friend. I am so pleased that you're here to join me on this five days of finding your joy. Now, you may already have a great idea what brings you joy, and that's fantastic. You may also just be kind of swimming through life, not sure which way is the front, which way is the back. And joy, sometimes it jumps on you and sometimes it doesn't. I get that too. I have been in both of those places. Honestly, even though I continually fine-tune what's right for me, and I have a really good idea of things that are going to help my day feel more joy-filled, which for me feels like peace and ease, redoing these kind of exercises on a yearly basis or every six-month basis, something like that, helps me to fine-tune where I am right then in my life. Because sometimes having a making practice every single day brings me great joy. And other times, I don't feel like I can fit it in. You know, that is a double-edged sword, because sometimes when we don't feel we can fit it in, that's exactly what we need to challenge. That's exactly what we need to say. Really? You really can't fit that in? You really can't knit for five minutes? And I'm sitting here, like, looking at myself (laughs) this minute, because I don't currently have a hand project that is set up and ready for me to jump into. And therefore, when I have five minutes, I don't have anything to make. This is a total side note and not what I planned to talk about this morning, but here we are. And I think this is a great thing to talk about. If I were to have something prepped and ready, if I had my skeins of yarn wound into balls and I was cast on already, it'd be so simple for me to jump in for some meditative stitches, right? If I had my hand sewing project, my embroidery project, all queued up and it was right there on my living room coffee table ready for me to jump into whenever I had a chance, I probably would have more of that in my life. So that's a side note, something to think about. Just like I did there, I want you to challenge those, but I don't have enough time. I can't fit that in. There's no room. I want you to challenge that because how many studies have we all seen 
about social media and how much time we waste on our phones. In fact, I'm going to tell you a slightly embarrassing story. I have a seven-year-old, and if you have children, you know that they are very humbling to have children. And um, he has a set amount of screen time he can have in a day, and he can't go over that. So he can choose what he wants to do at that time. He can play video games. He can watch shows, whatever he wants, but that's a set amount of time. And I was checking my email at the breakfast table. Wow, do I know better than to do that? And he looks at me and he says, Mom, don't you have a set amount of screen time too? And I'm like, no. Because, you know, my immediate response is, I'm the mother, I do what I want. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, you're right. I said, there are definitely times when I make a choice not to be on my phone because I want to live a vibrant, in-the-moment, authentic life. And I feel like, Not that we can't get great connection through social media and online, because I think that we can, but we have to be intentional about it. I know you have felt that same way that I have when you're scrolling through and you realize you've wasted 45 minutes or an hour and you feel just, blah, energy's low, your head is foggy, and you just feel like you have wasted an hour of your time, of your life, because you have, because we do. And it's not to say we have to be on spot and perfect all the time, but I'll tell you when I do commit to something and ask myself to honor that, which isn't easy, right? It doesn't just happen for me. I have to make that commitment to myself just like I would to somebody else. And that has to be as important as a commitment that I would make to somebody else. And if I do that, then... I have so much more joy immediately. Like, it doesn't even matter what happens with whatever it was I was going to do that I intentionally chose to do. It's the fact that I honored my commitment to myself that makes me feel so much elation. So there's your little segue. I'm afraid this might be how it goes. You, I do have an agenda <laughs> for the five days, but you may just get whatever's on my mind as well. So let's go back to that agenda. It kind of ties into what we just talked about. I want you to imagine how you think joy would feel in your life. And you could, obviously, you can pull on your own experience. You can say, what did joy feel like? What does joy feel like? For me, joy feels like ease and peace and a feeling of contentment. That feels like joy to me. Occasionally, it's elation, right? Occasionally, it's like super excited about something fun. But that's kind of love right like when you first fall in love the feelings are so big and huge and there's so much fun to be in but that doesn't last forever because that kind of energy is hard to sustain for anyone well elation is really hard to sustain i want little bits of it in every day but i know that i have a life that feels like i'm whistling and i'm at ease and i feel like i have enough time to do the things i need to do that's gonna feel like joy to me right All of that is a mindset. I have the ability to influence all of those things. None of that is related to how much money I have in the bank. None of that is related to how old my sewing machine is or the to-do list I wanted to get done. None of that's related to any of that. It's related to how I want to feel 
and how I feel proud of myself, like, right? How I feel in my empowerment and how I feel like I'm committing and honoring myself. I think those things are really important. I read a book recently. You're going to get a lot of book references probably this week called The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. And it was really amazing. I'm probably going to reread it. In fact, I'm going to talk at the end of this week about a new program that I have coming up that I'm super excited about. It's called Embody Your Joy. And we're going to do things like hold one another accountable in the most loving, gentle way, plan together, actually embody what we're going to work on this week, all the ways that we can feel joy. We're going to embody that in this membership. So it's like a week, monthly membership and there'll be different lessons, but there'll be planning time. There'll be workshops. It's going to be so much fun. And one of the things we're definitely going to do is some kind of um, club kind of things. I have lots of books I would love to revisit, new ones I want to visit. And I think it'd be so much fun to do it together as we're all on this mindfulness path. All right. That's my little segue. I'm going to talk more about that later though. So for now, the way of integrity, Martha mentions in her book, um, this is a complete paraphrase, so please forgive me if I butcher this, but this is my takeaway from that book, is that the true path to happiness or joy, if you will, is to be in integrity with ourselves. And I think that's why when I honor my commitments to myself, I feel so much joy. I feel so at ease because I'm in integrity to what it is I want to be accomplishing. It doesn't even matter if I accomplish what I want to. But if I have put the effort in, I feel this sense of joy and completeness, I guess, if you will. Yeah, I want to master what I'm doing. And that definitely comes as well. But this is a deeper sense of I've tried really hard today and I'm proud of myself. And sometimes trying really hard is honoring that your body is exhausted and you need to take a nap, right? Like that's being an integrity. So that's a book for you to check out if you'd like to. The exercise for today that I would like you to do is twofold. One is a very simple one that I have started to enact with my little boy, actually, because he's getting this sense of sort of entitlement, right? Like, wants things every time you go to the store, needs things all the time, wants to look up things online to see what he wants to buy, which is like, wow, did I teach him that somehow? I mean, I must have, right? Because he's learned it by modeling, but that is like shocking to me. So like trying to learn to be appreciative of what we already have and what we already can do things with rather than always striving for new and more another side and so something that i've enacted with him is this bit of gratitude i know we've all heard these things before right these are simple little things but they're things that so many of us don't enact in a really mindful way into our day so every morning before we brush our teeth we say something that we're grateful for it could be we're grateful that there weren't many mosquitoes out last night when we were by the fire it could be that we're grateful that we're going to go to the beach tomorrow. It could be that we're grateful for the love of our mom. You know, it could be anything that comes to mind. And there's no judgment around it, just whatever comes up. Often, my little boy, it's a video game, which is awesome. That's cool. I mean, it works. I want him to be grateful for what he already has so he isn't caught in that mindset of more, 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 because I believe that leads to discontentedness. And that's not what I want for him. And that's not what I want for me or for you. So we do that before we brush our teeth in the morning and we do that before we brush our teeth at night. And one of the reasons that we tie it to brushing our teeth is because we already have a habit of brushing our teeth. And if you check out the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, you'll see how he talks about 
that when you compare a habit with another habit you already have going, it's you have so much more success and so much possibility of that actually occurring. So try doing that. Try doing just a simple little gratitude practice. Tie it to something you're already doing and commit to doing it for the rest of this week. That's exercise number one. Exercise number two is I want you to get out your piece of paper and I want you to list all the things that bring you joy that you can come up with in like 10 minutes. I mean, like, honestly, 10 minutes. Set the timer. It could, again, be any sort of thing. It could be walking with your friend. It could be a steaming cappuccino on a warm, sunny day at a cafe sitting outside. Could be the waves lapping your toes. Could be when you are making something with your hands. Could be any number of things, right? It could be really specific. It could be something, an action that you do. It could be something that happens to you. It could be something in nature. We're not judging what this list is at all. I just want you to like brain dump, which is sort of, I hate that word, brain dump the things that bring you joy. And maybe if you're struggling to figure out what that might be, think over the last week or two and think about the things that brought delight, the things that are like, oh, look at that sunset or just whatever. Like, this is a perfectly baked pie or this cucumber I got from my garden is like, I grew it. It's amazing, right? So whatever brings you a little bit of elation, a little bit of joy, a little sense of ease, I want you to make a list of those things. Those are all your exercises for today. And I will be back in your inbox tomorrow with lesson number two.